show i talk mind body spirit all right and in the next hour we're going to shift gears and we're going to talk about body because that's really important if you don't keep your as i like to say if you don't keep your temple up everything else falls apart too it just it just happens and sitting in the studio with me today somebody who's new haven't heard him before but he works uh, for jake over at Club Fit 30, and uh, I was trying to get Jake and getting uh, Steve Worley on, and uh, they were out of uh, sorts today, couldn't get in. But they said, hey, we got this guy by the name of Mike Rupert. We think that yeah, you'd really benefit for having him on. So bringing him on today. And let me tell you, he doesn't look like your typical trainer. Check out the beard, man. <laughs> I mean, you don't think of a trainer with the with the big beard, you know, but – he is the man. He is the man. And he's going to talk a little bit about uh, recovery from injury and strengthening your body and things of that nature. We want to talk to him about that. I'm Personally, I'm going to talk to him about where I'm at right now. And because I'm, uh, doctors are telling me my foot's supposed to be well here in a, a couple of weeks. And when that happens, I'm going to step it up again. I had stepped it up last year. And then September happened, and by the time I got to November, everything was off the rails at that point. And you know that if your body is giving you problems, uh, you got real problems trying to, you know, stay working out and things of that nature. I mean, I got dumbbells from 2 pounds to 40 pounds. So I can get a good workout just with dumbbells. For sure. All right? I've got Olympic bars. I got 300 pounds of, of uh, plates. I'm, I mean, I can get at it when I want to get at it. And then I, I was really getting at it. I was a gym rat for years. And then I really sold out to my career. That moved me back from that a little bit. I wish I hadn't, but I did. I ballooned up to 245. I, uh, when I was competing in baseball and things like that, I was about 190. I'm down now to 183 from the 245. So I've made some strides. You certainly have. Last year was a good year for weight. Now I need a a good year of putting muscle back on, get back maybe, I don't know, 190, 195. I don't think I ever want to break 200 again. You know, I'm not going to play in the NFL. I'm not going to do that. Movement truly is the best medicine. I mean, especially coming back from an injury, just being able to move. The it doctor, feels uh, good. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times they tell you to just, just rest, just rest, just rest. And that could be the worst thing you're doing. Right. You know, your body starts to atrophy, the muscles start to atrophy, and that just aids in, uh, increasing your injury. You. Let me tell you what. I stand in front of the mirror sometimes, and I remember what I looked like back in September, and it was all starting to come together. Things were starting to cut right and looking good. Yeah. And now I look and... The muscles have atrophied. There are folds in my skin that I want to get rid of as quickly as I possibly can. Uh, by the time summer comes around again, 
I want to be able to take my shirt off and not worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, the, the, your body's resilient, and it'll come back a lot quicker than you think. All right. Well, remember, muscle memory is yeah. there. There's no doubt about that. All right, so let me have you introduce yourself okay. uh, to my, my listeners. And uh, I'm going to learn a little bit. He just told me he's been up for a dozen years. He's been up in my old stomping ground where yeah. I grew up at in Chicago. Uh, by choice, were you up there? I was up there by choice. Okay. Yeah. What made you go to but Chicago? But I chose to come back. Okay, well, yeah, and that's good because yeah. you want to get back yeah. where it's sane. But <laughs> you tell me, yeah. what what made you want to go to Chicago? Um, I took a uh, certification test there in 99 when I was enrolled at University of Central Arkansas. Okay. Um, for personal training. And I went up there and I just fell in love with the city. I was like, I'll, I'll want to live here one day. And then I got the opportunity and I took it. And uh, it was, Chicago was good to me. I mean, it's a great place to here's, work. Here's what I say it's a great place to visit. It's, but you don't want to live here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, pretty much what I did is, is I just went to work and went home. So it, it really was All no right. different than living here. Right. Uh, you know, uh, people ask about the cold all the time, and, you know, I'd, I'd walk two blocks to work, park my car, walk two blocks. I didn't spend a lot of time in the cold. But here's the bad. key, and I tell people this. Hey, you go downtown in those wind tunnel streets. It's windy. And it's cold. Yeah. I mean, I, I've i literally done Dumb and Dumber uh, in Chicago. I've taken friends there, and it'd be so cold that the snot freeze to your face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's windy, it's a different story, that's oh, for sure. God. If it's not windy, if it's three degrees and sunny, you'd oh, be surprised. Nice. It's not that bad. Yeah. But if it's 15, 20 mile an hour winds and three <laughs> degrees, and oh, yeah. 20, 30 degrees below zero. Yeah. Wind chill, man, <laughs> it's cold. It is really cold. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it is still my favorite city to go back to because uh, I, I lived there for 27 years. So that as was far as big city life. goes, I th- it's my favorite big city. Well, people are nice there; yeah. they really are, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, there's part. It's like any other city. There's parts of the city you do not meander into. Right, you're yeah. asking for trouble. Chicago's very segregated. They keep everything. They do. Uh, they keep the crime pretty localized. And and but that's the people. Yeah, the people want to live segregated. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting. Yeah. But anyway, we'll move on from talking about that. We're starting to lean into politics. I didn't want to talk politics while while we've got Mike here. I want to talk about getting in shape, staying in shape, and especially uh, from injury. Okay. Because that's tough. That's really tough. So you're good with rushing kettles. I kettlebells is my specialty. That's for sure. I okay. Mean, so what is what is it about kettlebells that's better than free weights? Uh, you. When you're using free weights, you're doing bicep curls or you're doing a shoulder press. Right. There's, they're, they're not athletic movements. They don't translate into anything you do in everyday life. You'd never lift anything like you would a bicep curl. Well, you're right. So a kettlebell is a total body movement, and you're incorporating just about every muscle group you have. to. If you're doing what's called a Turkish get-up, you're lying in the floor, and, and you go to a stand-up position holding a heavy weight over your head. So you have to have good shoulder stability. <clears throat> Uh, you have to have a strong core, and um, you have to be able to hold that weight overhead the entire time. So it's time under tension. You spend more time under tension. The movements are more explosive, like the kettlebell swing. And um, we basically teach six movements, and we don't think of it as a workout. We think of it more as a practice. So more like martial arts or yoga. 
mm-hmm. and you're trying to master those skill sets. And if you can master those skill sets, your everyday life becomes easier. Really? You're going to pick things up easier. You're going to move easier. Um, it's just um, amazing the number of people who can't get up off the floor, as, especially as we get older. I'm 51 years old. Um, uh, there's a strength coach I listen to and I've been coached by, and he quoted a study and said, once you reach 50, if you were to take a fall and hurt your hip and your buddy, same age, was to be diagnosed with cancer at the same time, his two-year survival rate is far greater than yours. That's amazing about the hip because a lot of elderly people, and I'm at the point where I almost have to include myself because yeah. I'm going to be 67 in February, that if you fall and break your hip, your chances of dying they're, they're are increased. hugely yeah. increased. Right. And so um, what the kettlebell movements do is they, they really concentrate on your trunk region. The butt is like a springy muscle, and it's one of the first muscles men lose. You know, as we get older, the butt goes away. So the kettlebells, your hip hinge is so important in the kettlebell swing, in the kettlebell clean, in the kettlebell snatch, and all the movements basically that we do that you will always have strong glutes. And we work the posterior chain. So it's, it's primarily working the backside of your body with these movements. Even the pressing comes from your back. So you're talking about your lats and your the lats, back, yes. those wings mm-hmm. back there, yes. talking about uh, your glutes, then you're right. talking about your hammies and your things hammies, of that nature. Yeah. And so when we come into this world, we come in in the fetal position. And when we go out of this world, closer to death, we return to the fetal position. And what do guys train when they're in the gym? They train their biceps, bench press, leg press. And what does that do? It pulls you forward. The kettlebells straighten you up. They bring you back up to proper posture. It's gonna, a lot of postural correction stuff happens. Okay, so are you telling me that you can use kettles? Can you get the same cuts that you get from using you well, know, that's free a, weights? Uh, or is it not? A, it's, 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 it's different. I can, is I can it the difference this, between... You if might, you're a football player and you're a swimmer. The conditioning or the, no, the appearance? The, the appearance. The appearance, okay. Uh, I would say that dumbbells and like bodybuilding movements like shoulder press and bicep curls, that's more, bless you. Um, I would say that's uh, kind of falls in line, call it like Ken and Barbie. So that's going to give okay. you, that's more of a cosmetic okay. physique, which is fine. When you're younger, but when you get older, you need to be able to move. I'm getting older, you know. And I so, am older, <laughs> um, and we're all. Believe it or not, I think if you if 365 days from today, you'll be another year older. I mean, that's so. Yeah, no. We're all getting older all the time. So as we start to approach our 40s and 50s, feeling good becomes more important than looking good. So, but you can still be lean. You can still be strong. You can still have crazy endurance. And what I've learned with my kettlebell training is I've trained all kinds of athletes, and it doesn't matter what their sport is. If it's tennis, golf, jiu-jitsu, baseball, your movement comes from your hips. Your power comes from your hips. Oh, absolutely. And it all translates. So the kettlebells is going to add to um, an easier life later in life, I would say. Okay. But there are certainly – I mean, there are people that bodybuilding is their sport, and, and 
props to them. Well, you know, I, love, I love doing it. I yeah. mean, I love to see the changes, but yeah. I'm listening to what you're saying about using uh, the kettlebells, yeah. and I'm thinking maybe what I need to do is do both. It, yeah, it can just be a tool. It's primarily the, the tool I use, but it can be a tool that, that everybody should use. The problem with kettlebells is every gym has them, and hardly anybody knows how to use them. That's yeah, I agree. Uh, I look, you know, I look at them. They're on, by the wall, and I'm. And it's the same. It's like medicine balls. Yeah. You know, I look at medicine balls the same way, and I go, "Those look interesting, but I don't know where to even start with that." They're if used properly, they're probably the safest thing to use in the gym. If used inappropriately, they're probably the most dangerous thing to use. But even if you were to take someone, a beginner who's never lifted weights. It's safer to start them with a kettlebell than it is on a machine. Because when you sit on a machine, you're not having to balance. All mm-hmm. you're having to do is just sit and press something overhead, right. which is fine for building shoulder strength, but it doesn't translate in anything you do in your life, and um, it doesn't increase your balance. When you're holding a kettlebell, you're doing it on your two feet, and you're having to move that kettlebell through a swing pattern or overhead, so it requires a lot of balance, stability, shoulder stability, um, strong core. It's, there's a lot more involved to it. So the learning curve, I tell everybody, when I'm teach a new client, when they come in, it may take me three hours to teach them how to swing a kettlebell properly. So three sessions. So the learning curve is kind of a straight line for a long period of time, and then it just shoots straight up. Hockey stick. Hockey stick. Exactly. That's a perfect analogy. All right. Let's take a break. Okay. We'll come back. We'll talk further. It's 20 minutes after 4. Mike Rupert is with us from Club Fit 30. You know about them. Jake has talked about them. Mike, if somebody wants to call you and and uh, they're listening to what you say about kettlebells, they've been wanting to try it, they, they need somebody to train them, where do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can get hold of me through Jake. Just okay. through Club Fit 30. Um, so inst- dot, is it clubfit30.com? Clubfit30.com. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And it's 3-0. It's not... G-H- no, it's no, three zero. Yeah, <laughs> and I've got an Instagram page too. I'd actually have to look up the the call sign on it though. Okay, well, if you go to your Instagram page, just type in Mike Rupert. He'll probably pop up. I'm going to add him today. It's, it's uncommon strength. Okay, is the uh, uncommon strength? Uncommon strength. Okay, think about that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna add him into my Instagram when we come back. We'll uh, I'll have Elizabeth put all of this on my Facebook page, so you'll be able to find him. I'm gonna take a picture of him in a moment and send it to Elizabeth, and we'll put it on the on my Facebook page. Uh, we thank you for listening today and watching. They're watching you on that camera over there on the Facebook Live. Stick around. We got more coming here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, the answer, the home of Rush Limbaugh. All right, if you're uh, tuned in, Mike Rupert is our guest. He is a physical fitness trainer with Club Fit 30. Their website is clubfit30.com. You can find him on Instagram as well at uh, Uncommon Strength. There's an underscore between Uncommon and Strength and an underscore at the end, but I think if you probably type in Uncommon Strength, it'll pop up. Probably so. And just, uh, you know, like him. And follow what he's uh, showing you on, on Instagram. It's in, this has been interesting for me because a lot people who know me know I spend a lot of time uh, working out with weights. I love free weights. I've, I, I fell in love with them when I was in late in junior high and never turned back. There's just something about 
lifting weights and you get to a certain point and then you go, I can do another set or I can do another, another rep or I can do another five pounds or whatever. And it just drives you and it, and it has driven me for years and I'm, I'm in pretty good shape. My, my, my doctors say I'm one of the fastest healing people they've ever met. That was my, my cardiologist when I had my, my quintuple bypass and I was up and back at work in two weeks, and uh, now do- with Doctor Driscoll, she's she's amazed that I'm my look. I had a hole in my foot that went from the sole of my foot to the top of my foot, wow. and it is now totally healed inside. And uh, it's a, it's a big deal. It's it the really way you is. take care of yourself. I'm going to tell you what you would love this. Have you done the hyperbaric chamber thing yet? I haven't. It's incredible. Yeah, it really has a. A, a dynamic effect on you. I, I was reading about a woman who lost a leg and she li- literally grew back two extra arteries really? in her leg from wow. you know, getting that pure yeah. oxygen. It's pretty impressive, to be honest. But Mike works with Russian, the Russian dumbbells, Rus- Russian right? Kettle, yeah, the, the, the kettlebell is an ancient Russian tool to fight weakness. Okay. So. Pretty cool. Yeah. If you've ever seen the movie, and I'm a big movie buff, okay. Eastern Promises. You watch the movie Eastern Promises, and they mention those uh, in, in the movie. And I've read a lot about it. I've never used them. Mike has just about convinced me. Uh, I've got to come over you, and, you and have do to come this. Over. I actually found an, a kettlebell in a Civil War Museum in Vicksburg. Was it was it home? I, I, was I, it home I, I, I asked him. I asked him at the museum. I was like, "Do you know what this is?" And and they had no idea. <laughs> but it was a kettlebell. Okay, so was it homemade? Did somebody uh, like had it? Yeah, m- melded. The, they they the, think no one really knows the exact history of kettlebells, but they think that they may have been used to weight down plows at one point. Wow, this is pretty cool. Yeah, this really is. This is cool. Okay, so you say, and and this is something I'm really in, 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 intent on is getting back my core strength. Yes. All right, because that's the first thing, as far mm-hmm. as I'm, that's the first thing to go Yeah. when you got you can't work out anymore. So with kettlebells, you can really attack your core. You sure can. You have to. You, it, that's what its primary focus is. Because you said something earlier on in the interview is very important. You start naming a bunch of sports, mm-hmm. golf, tennis, baseball, basketball, things of that nature. All of that, is dependent on how tough your core is. Yes. Mm-hmm. There was an article years ago in ESPN, the magazine, and it basically said the people with the biggest butts are the best athletes. And if you look at <laughs> Charles Barkley, yeah. you know, Frank Thomas, um, I don't have Bo a Jackson. really big butt, but I had strong upper legs and tough abs. Yeah. So I could, I was a baseball player. So, Anybody who's played baseball, let me tell you what, whether you're an infielder, outfielder, a pitcher, a catcher, or whatever, it's in your abs and in your hips where your power comes mm-hmm. from. Fair all enough. of it. Yes. All of it. Mm-hmm. Throwing and all of it. Yes. And, and, and then that power comes from being able to relax. Like that, I saw something the other day. It said the average person and the professional athlete, they can tense at the same rate. But the professional athlete can relax about 800 times faster than the average person. Stay that, with me. Okay, stay okay. with me. You keep that thought. We're going to come back and pick up on it when we return. we got to get your news for you. got a minute of news coming up here at 101.1 FM. The answer, home of Rush Limbaugh. It's a Dave Ellswick Show.
Well, I hope that you're enjoying this conversation as much as I am. You enjoying this one, Zach? Yeah, he's saying, yeah, he's really enjoying it too because I haven't sat down and talked to somebody uh, in the fitness field that's into the, the Russian kettlebells, and I'm, I'm learning a lot, and I'm going to learn more when they, you know, finally let me get put both of my, uh, my shoes on instead of just one, and I can get back into the gym and work out. I'm going to take Mike Rupert up on his uh, in, invite, come over and find out what this Russian kettlebell is all about. He's over at Club Fit 30. It's up in Hillcrest. That's right. Uh, you go on to, on the, online to uh, clubfit30.com. You'll find all the information there. Uh, it's called Fit 30 because they have a lot of 30-minute classes over at the club, and they can get get you in shape. And I can just tell you, Jake Snowden is the man. He knows his business. He knows about fitness. He's a great guy, uh, and uh, he's honest. I mean, you go to some of these places and they say, we'll get, you can come over and sign up for free. And then they tell you that there's this monthly charge that goes along with the free. And I go, no, no, free means there's no monthly right, charge. Right. You know? And I got, and I've walked out on them because of it, but uh, clubfit30.com. And then on Instagram, it's uncommon underscore strength underscore. Yes, sir. All right. So I'm already got on with you oh, so i'll be following you no i got your number <laughs> you're in trouble so mike and i have been talking about the whole thing about rushing kettlebells so if you got a question feel free don't be don't be shy a two three oh nine six five you can ask him about this a two three oh nine six five but let me try to draw together in that first half hour what we what we said lifting free weights all right those are you know when you put the plates yeah. on the on the thing now i only have one machine and that is i've got a cage so that i can do uh you know my presses and stuff and it can grab the bar if for some reason i fail and uh, it will keep it from crushing my chest uh, but everything else that i use i use free weights dumbbells i use you know, preacher bar and things of that nature. And, uh, but what he has told me is that as you're working out with weights, you know, the way you do your, your weight workout is not indicative of how you live your life as far as how you move. Russian kettlebells, on the other hand, uses a full range of motion so right. that you'll be able to move better. And generate the most power. It makes you the okay. most efficient. Okay. All okay. right. It make you really strong it, as well. You'll be strong. Your endurance will increase. They've, they've done um, studies with runners, long-distance runners, and had them swing kettlebells, and just the power they get from swinging a kettlebell has increased their stride. Okay. Because they put more power into the ground. When but, see, that makes sense to me because yeah. you, 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 I know so many uh, runners that, you know, run with dumbbells in their hands, mm -hmm. and they're getting that yep. that that stride going mm -hmm. and they got that extra weight yep. that they're moving. Uh, if, if I take someone and just do kettlebell swings with them for a month and they don't bench press for a month, I can almost promise them their bench press will be greater at the end of the month than it was before. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. They, they, Cause I was pressing about one forty five when I uh, had this happen. So 
when I go back, I'm going to start at about 90. All right. You'll be amazed because it, it's, it's, we focus on shoulder stability and uh, grip strength. And the way you hold a, even a straight bar is going to change after you mess, play with the kettlebell for a little while. Okay, so I'll how, coach your grip. How good, how good is this for your, your shoulders? I mean, uh, lifting weights can be pretty detrimental to your shoulders. Yeah, well, but, kettlebells will make them bulletproof. Really? Yeah. They make you anti-fragile. That's very cool. Yeah. Does it get in? Does it bother? You know, the. Uh, I've had both of my shoulders rebuilt. I played baseball. What can I as say? As long as you have full range of motion. I got you that. You can put that arm back, bicep behind your ear, then I, I can work with you. And I'll, okay. I'll make your shoulders so strong. You don't, you, you'll be surprised how much more you're going to use your lat muscles to do presses, even a bench press now after training with kettlebells. All right. So uh, for my listeners that are listening and uh, are, are, are saying, I can, I can hear, I can hear the, the muscle heads uh, out there going, oh, no. You know, you know dude, have an open mind. Yeah. Listen, have an open mind about this. How, how much weight do you start off with typically? A kettlebell? Um, well, let me say this about the muscle heads. I trained that way the same way they did for a long time. 20 years, you know. It wasn't until 2013, 2014 that I got into kettlebells. And How did you get into them? Um, actually, I worked in a, a gym in Chicago, and we, it was a, we had probably 200 personal trainers that worked out of that one facility. Wow. And uh, I had a friend, his name is Arturis, and he's from Lithuania, and he introduced us to kettlebells. Eastern European. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And so he introduced us to them, and, um, and then I had a couple other friends that got involved with them, and they went through this certification and talked me into going through it, and I didn't even see the point in going through a Russian kettlebell certification didn't make sense to me. I was like, I'm not certified in dumbbells. Why do I need a kettlebell certification? Yeah, I got you. But I went through it and, uh, honestly I have my degree in exercise science. That three day certification was worth a hundred times more than my, my college degree. As far as knowledge base, coaching cues and what I learned, I took more from that three days than anything else I've ever taken in my life. Wow. Um, so I'd strongly, if anybody's interested in Russian kettlebells, uh, the Russian kettlebell certification is A1. Okay. A1. Very, very, very cool. Um, but as far as how is it better than, uh, it, it just depends on what your goals are. You know, if, if your goal is bodybuilding and you're, and you're more worried about the cosmetic appearance. Uh, yeah, if you're going to the gold yeah. and you're going to yeah. be standing up in front of judges, then right. you're going to have then, to use yeah, regular weights. You should stick to bodybuilding. But unless your sport is bodybuilding... <laughs> or you're going through some type of rehab, there's really no other reason that I can think of to sit down on a machine and do a machine-based workout or to do a bicep curl. Do a pull-up. That works your biceps and your forearms. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do, I haven't done a bicep curl, I don't know when, but uh, I do a lot of pull-ups. So you're, you know, that's basically a bicep curl. Oh, dips. Yeah, dips. Body weight exercises. So if you can manage your body weight you know, I've, I have clients come to me all the time and they're like, why is it so hard to do this? Because, you know, I can curl 40 pounds. I was like, because that's all you're curling is 40 pounds. You're not, now you're doing your body weight plus 40 pounds. Right. That's the difference. It's a huge difference. Yeah. It really is. That's a huge difference. All right. So Mike Rupert is going to be with us for the rest of this half hour. Again, if you have a question, 823 823-0965. 6-5. You ready to play a song for us, uh, Zach? Give away some foreigner tickets. You want to do that? Okay, so here's how this works. 
We're going to play a song for you. You tell us, uh, you're going to tell Zach who the group is and then what the name of the song is. And you got to be exact on the song. Okay. And if you get it, we've got two tickets for you to go see Foreigner, Kansas, and Europe, all in concert coming up in September in South Haven, Mississippi. It's going to be a big, big show. You want to be part of it. So here's the song. You hear this song, and uh, it'll take us into the break. And you call Zach at 823-0965. First person gets it right, gets the tickets here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Back with you, Zach. Who was our winner? Okay, our winner is Peggy Russell. Okay. And she's from Maumel. She's from Maumel. Yeah. Because the last three have all been from the Benton area. It's crazy. Were they like related to each other or something? You know know. what's so funny about that is that's the the people who called me and said, well, you know, I I don't hear your station is good down here. And I'm like, dude, I know you can hear me. I've been down there and... Well, that's the one guy who's always traveling, you know, up to Indiana last week. He says that, hey, he can hear the show fine. Yeah. You know, just it just, people, you, there people, are ways. You know, bitchers got a bitch. That's all I can say about that. People are I'm going the, to complain. I'm the only one who'll say that on the radio, all right? But bitchers got a bitch. That's, that's just, funny. They're not happy unless they do. All right. Uh, Mike Rupert is our guest. Don't forget, he's with Club Fit 30. Go to clubfit30.com uh, as well as uncommon lower score strength lower score on instagram all right so mike i want you to tell the story about your back okay this is important um probably 2003 i believe i was living in in birmingham alabama at the time and um i was training for the chicago marathon and uh so pretty much got away from weightlifting yeah and over the course, I was not a very good runner. I was never, uh, I probably should have had some, taken one of these coaching sessions on running. Um, so my form wasn't great. Anyway, over time, hunched over running, put a lot of stress on my back. Um, and I wound up having a couple of bulging discs in the middle of my back, which is that it was an unusual place to have a bulging disc. And it took doctors probably about six or eight months to figure out where the pain was coming from. And, um, when they found it, they were like, well, what, what did you do? Were you in a car wreck? Did you fall off a roof? I mean, this is not common to have, um, a bulging disc in your thoracic part of your vertebrae. Right. Um, anyway, <clears throat> they, um, what had happened was when I started running, I quit working out. I probably had that bulging disc for some time and the muscles started to atrophy. And when they started to atrophy, I didn't have any stability in my spine. And then that aggravated the bulging disc and I could feel the pain. So, um, it got to the point where I, I would get up out of bed at night to go to the bathroom and I would just collapse. My legs wouldn't even hold me up. Uh, I would moan and groan all night, wake myself up moaning and groaning. Um, started taking pain pills. Um, I was on oh, pain. Man, I, was on pa- I was, I, I got hooked on pain pills. Yeah. Um, it was a bad, bad time in my life. And so for probably 2003 to 2007, um, or 2004, 2007, I struggled with that back pain. And I went to the doctor, um, 
and everything helped. Nothing cured me. So um, I went doctor. I had to have an epidural block. They put me to sleep. I did chiropractic. Ooh. I did uh, massage therapy, physical therapy. They all helped a little bit, but I never got better. And I, and I finally got to the point where I was so frustrated. And then that that gets in your head. You get depressed. And then you're, you know, I'm already dependent on pain pills. And, and um, I was just a mess. And I decided I was going to get better. And I quit going to the doctor. Okay. Uh, and I was fortunate. I worked, I worked in a senior citizen um, fitness center in Birmingham, Alabama at a hospital. And I opened the gym every day. So I started doing assisted pull-ups. And I, I, honestly, I couldn't even put a coat on my back because the, the weight of the coat was so debilitating it would take my breath away. Oh, my Lord. So holding a three-pound dumbbell was not yeah. was, was painful to me. But hanging felt really good because it lengthened my spine, took the pressure off my spine. Okay. So I got onto the assisted pull-up machine. I probably weighed 160, 170 pounds at the time. So I put on 160 pounds of assistance. So I was basically doing pull-ups with 10 pounds. I, 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 couldn't, I could only do 10 pounds. I couldn't pull my body weight. And when I could do three sets of 10, I would drop a plate. And I could do three sets of 10. I'd drop. And over about six or seven months, I got to where I could do a pull-up. And then after I, when I got to that point, I was starting to feel better. And then I could do three sets of 10. And, and honestly, there for about... Ooh, 10 or 12 years, there wasn't a day it went by I didn't do a pull-up because I was so scared of falling back into that. But uh, very rarely so, will I even so take a motion. So what do you think that, happened? Do you think that it stretched out your spine? No, I think d- that, well, a, a combination is that the hanging does feel good. Okay, because it takes the pressure, takes the pressure off, off of the pads. All right. But as I started working out and developing those muscles in my back again, I'm, I don't know what the disc is like now. I haven't been back to the doctor. But um, the muscles surrounding the spine gave it more support. And I didn't have that when I was doing my long distance running because I, I gave up the, it was my fault. I gave up the, I gave up the weightlifting cause I was focusing on running. Right. Uh, and I wasn't, like I said, I didn't have a good technique when I was running. The technique is everything. And that's really what I coach in kettlebells is uh technique, technique, technique. So uh, I was just watching one of your videos on your Instagram. Yeah. It's, I, I break down the movement to the most microscopic piece. So I've, I just, I'm getting ready to put on a workshop here in a couple of months. And I'm only going to cover two exercises. It's the kettlebell swing and a Turkish get-up. And I wrote it out on the computer. And for those two exercises, I have about six pages of, of descriptive uh, exor- d- description. So what you're telling me is the Turkish get-up is like the, the, it's like the, the, the Texas cowboy thing. It, it is. It's a giddy-up. It's a giddy-up. you got to okay. get up. A lot of people can't get up. A lot of people can't get up, you know. Um, and like we talked about earlier, people that fall, they said there's 28,000 deaths every year from people that fall. And no one's doing a march for those people. i got to ask, what what is the big deal about breaking your pelvis that well, just probably totally the, causes these problems? There's probably a lot of other issues other than your pelvis when you break yeah, your pelvis. Sure. Your, your bones are fragile, you know. You probably have a lot of other elements already. Your balance isn't very good. Uh, you're probably your conditioning's probably not good. So when you take that fall and then you're bedridden for a long period of time, mm-hmm. uh, it just compounds, and it's hard to come back it from. It wears you down. It wears you down, and you can't move. And then you get depressed and you lose your will. You know. Yeah. When I went through my back problems, I lost my will. That's know? easy to do. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I haven't lost my will. I can't wait to start up yeah. again. But I'm going to tell you what, I've been really cranky because it helps me to get oh, in and does. work out. Uh, the doctors told me when I was going through my, my back problems, they said, you'll be a cripple by the time you're 45 years old. Oh, my God. And I was 40 at the time. Don't you just love that positivity? Yeah. yeah. So here, take this pill. Yeah. You know, um, I'm, I'm very anti-medicine. Very, you know, I know. I mean, there's certain things like diabetes heart conditions broken bones those are necessary to go to the doctor yeah um i got two of the three <laughs> I, I just choose not to go you know I, yeah. i've been fortunate i haven't had any serious injuries lately so no. the past several years well, that's good that's good it's a great story though it is a great story however let me just mention i say this just to protect mike and to protect my show and that is you always see your physician before you decide to try something. I have a set of standards, and if you can't pass those standards, then I, I will refer you out. You okay. Know, like, you should be able to stand on one foot for 10 seconds. Okay. Okay, balance. Um, want to try to get you to, to be able to broad jump your height. No, I'm sure I can do that. No one over 300 pounds. Okay. No, over 300 I, pounds, I know that refer, I'm not there. I can, I can pass out. that one. So It's not that you, you can't do it. It's just it's smart to get a referral. Well, sure. Situation. Check out. Yeah. Yeah. If you're over 300 pounds and you're like six foot, you know, and I'm, I'm going to give you the benefit because I make you six foot. Most of you are like 5'11", 5'10". Here's the key. Uh, you're putting a lot of, of uh, pressure on your heart. Yeah. A lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And probably I'm going to say you got the start of, if not have, a hardening of the arteries. Yeah. It's not. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Now you can you can you can do things if you've read Doctor Ornish and some other folks. You can reverse some of this, but it ain't easy. Yeah. You, you know what? You know the problem is it's easy to get out of shape. It's never easy to get back right, in shape. Right. It depends on how yeah. much you want to get mm-hmm. in shape. It's a mindset too. Yeah. And and in and, and, and your diet, you know, I'm not a licensed dietitian, but I know you know fruits, vegetables, lean meats unprocessed food that's when you want to talk to you want to talk to jake snowden about that he'll tell yeah. you what to eat and what not to eat he really will is he is he, is he still uh eating he's still eating a lot of meat i know steve eats a lot of yeah meat. yeah yeah you know, steve does and cooks and, and but that's yeah. good yeah it's really good you know it's not bad for you a lot mm-hmm. of people think eating meat is bad for you it's not right. it's probably the greatest form of protein mm-hmm. that you can consume yeah you know especially if you're a vegan or whatever i'm I don't know how you live if you're I, I don't either. Just to be honest with you. It's hard to trust those people, too. Uh, all right. So, Mike, everybody needs to get a hold of you at clubfit30.com or follow him on Instagram. I am on his Instagram. I just was watching. He has a lady, some uh, a series. It's a little video of her with a, uh, it looks be maybe a, a nine-pound sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Standing up. And she's doing the Turkish get-up with that. Yeah. So Pretty cool. It is pretty cool. All right, that's uncommon, lower slash strength. I'm going to tell you, once you get to uncommon through uncommon, it'll pop up. And it does say Mike Rupert underneath uncommon strength. Just just like him, man. And and check out what he's got uh, for you on Instagram. I'm going to let you get out of here, get on underway with your weekend now. And uh, Mike is going to become a part of the Dave Ellswick Show. Probably once a month you'll hear him 
here on the show. Mike Rupert, clubfit30.com. Again, uncommon, lower slash, strength, lower slash on Instagram. Mike, thanks so much. Appreciate you. Very interesting. I mean, I, I don't know nothing about Russian kettlebells. You're I'm going to find out. You're going to love it. You're We're going to find it. out. Give me a couple more weeks. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. We're back. Robert Steinbach, Chris Corbett coming up. Got some things to uh, talk to them about. Plus, I want to play some uh, audio from that great debate that happened today between uh, State Representative Dan Sullivan and State Senator uh, Cooper, John Cooper. You're not going to believe what you're going to hear. Coming up next on 101.1 FM, The Answer, The Dave Ellswick Show, home of Rush Limbaugh. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 